Welcome to Above the Mean, a podcast for individuals who want to pursue their passions and grow their mindsets to reach those passions and simply be better than the average. I'm your host, Veronica Thompson. Do you ever find yourself hopping from task to task, hour to hour, day to day, week to week, mindlessly because everything seems to kind of blur together and you find yourself wondering where the time has gone. It's probably because you feel this void that something's missing in your life. You may be living life unintentionally and this episode is just what you need. In this episode, I wanna discuss what it means to be intentional and how to live intentionally. I also wanna discuss the framework based off Stoic philosophies that I found to be very useful when it comes to breaking down what it means to live intentionally and help you find your purpose, whatever that may be. So let's get to it. Being intentional helps you understand the importance and purpose of your bigger vision and guides your mind and actions to achieve it. It's like going on a road trip with no destination. You're just driving around aimlessly, going in circles, getting dizzy because you don't know where to go. So you're just kind of going all over the place. That's the same feeling you get when you're living a life without intention without a purpose, without a meaning. You're just kind of going and you're hoping you'll find your destination. You're hoping you'll end up at the place you're supposed to, but there's no guarantee. So you're just kind of wandering around aimlessly, trying different things, going different places, but not actually having a destination. And it's honestly funny when I think back to what started this conversation for me in my head in the first place. It was when I was thinking about my New Year's resolutions. There's one New Year's resolution that I've had for the past five years. Not my only one, because I make a few, I make like two or three. But my same one for the past five years, one of them has always been to be able to do the splits. I don't know why, I just have always thought it'd be so cool if I was able to do the splits. And so I make it my New Year's resolution. And I was stretching the other day and I was thinking, oh, January's coming around the corner, time to start thinking about my New Year's resolutions. And I automatically was like, doing a split is going to be on the list. And I realized that I make this my New Year's resolution every year, but I don't actually do anything to follow through with this resolution. Like I say it, but I don't follow any actions or take any action to actually carry out this resolution opposed to my other ones. And it got me to thinking, how often do we just say things that we actually don't tend to follow through on or put any real intent behind? And it made me start thinking even more about how when we say things so much without actually really thinking about them, they just kind of fade into white noise. Like we're just like, oh, I'll do this tomorrow. Oh, I'll do this the next day. Oh, I'll do this the next day and the next day and the next day. And you get into this pattern where you're just constantly blowing something off and without even realizing it, it just becomes this white noise where you're repetitively saying, yes, I'll do this, but I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. And later never comes. 
That's why it's so important to have focus and set intentions, especially intentions with your life, because the same thing can happen where we just start getting into these habits that before long, we realize we've been doing the same thing over and over, not really evolving or excelling. While on my quest to answer this profound question of what it means to live intentionally, I came across this framework of Stoic philosophies that did a really good job as to giving insight and a better understanding of what it means to live intentionally. It really helped me out and I want to share those tips with you with the hopes that they help you as well and give you what you need in order to go after your passion and live more intentionally and with purpose and meaning. The first Stoic philosophy was wisdom. Now, the Stoics believed that wisdom was knowing what's good, what's bad, and that weird area in between, which they referred to as indifferent. Now, knowing what's good and bad is pretty self-explanatory. I mean, in order to live a good life, essentially you're living honestly, you're a kind, nice person. Living a bad life would be lying, stealing, anything that fell under the umbrella of the seven deadly sins. I'm not talking about the cute anime. But what's tricky is determining what falls in that middle section, the indifference. Things that necessarily aren't really good or bad, they just simply are. Now, some things that would fall in that category are things like money, possession, how many social media followers you have, having a closet full of designer brand clothes. All of these things are things we would prefer to have, but ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter if we have these things or not. We often chase things that fall into this category, the quote-unquote preferred indifference, without really recognizing or realizing Those are not the things that actually make for a good life. The second Stoic philosophy is temperance, which essentially is moderation. Have you ever heard the quote, all things are good in moderation, including moderation? Things like self-resilience and self-discipline, self-control, these are all things that balance short-term pleasures with the things that are good for us in the long term. So basically meaning in order to live life with intention, we have to become good at balancing short-term pleasures like watching TV all the time, traveling with the things that are good for us in the long term, like reading and learning, working out, journaling, all the things that are helping you to be better both physically and mentally. For example, like I mentioned earlier, binge watching Netflix always seems like a great idea at first. You're enjoying it the first episode, the second episode, the third episode, you're really in, you're really invested, and now you are not going to move for the rest of the night. However, when you wake up the next day and you're starting to work on all the things and all the tasks that you put off in order to binge watch that series, you start wondering and kind of feeling a bit of regret and wishing that you hadn't spent the last seven hours watching Wednesday, which I don't even know why I was watching that because it's not even Halloween anymore, but still. And that's not to say that you shouldn't have a weekend or two where you just have a nice lazy day and binge watch Netflix shows or HBO Max, whichever streaming systems you have. When you're doing that constantly over and over, you start forming this bad habit that leave your days merging together and before you know it 
you can't tell what's up and down, what's left and right, Monday from Wednesday. It's all just a big blur to you. Whereas instead of binge watching Netflix for the past few hours, I could have replaced that act with something like reading, journaling, hanging out with friends on occasion. Those are all things that provide greater value to my life. And the reason why I threw hanging out with friends on that list is because I feel like society has made us feel this intense pressure to always be doing something, always be working and striving to do better and be better and have this weird relationship with hustle culture. And that's not to knock anyone's hustle or ambition because I think it's great to have ambition. But like I said earlier, all things in moderation include in moderation. I think it's important to balance hustling and working and striving for your passion with the things that provide you joy in life, like hanging out with your friends. All these things can work together to create a more balanced and better life. All you have to do is just maintain that balance. You have to balance work with fun. See, it all comes full circle. It all comes back together. Now, the third Stoic philosophy that really helped me to understand what it means to live life intentionally is courage. Courage is the ability to do something that frightens you. Despite the fear and anxiety you might have, it's acknowledging those feelings and still choosing to do it anyways. Our minds don't want us to be in an uncomfortable situation. That's why we often give up and shy away. Recognizing that fear and then going one step further and seeing it for what it really is, which is a limiting belief makes it easier to dismiss that little voice in your head and push it to the side when it's telling you you can't do something or you're not good enough. For example, starting this YouTube page, the second I hit publish on my first video, I instantly felt regret and was so mortified by the way I sounded and came across. I just felt like it was not... Me, I did not feel like my true essence was being shown, that I just seemed really, I don't know, uppity. It just did not feel and sound like me. Like I felt really weird and I was uncomfortable and I started feeling all these limiting beliefs and voices sneak into my head telling me that I wasn't good enough, that this was a space that I couldn't be in, that I was getting imposter syndrome and just feeling like this is not what I should be doing. But as all these voices were coming in, since I've been doing my self-growth and my self-work, I recognized those voices for what they were, which was those limiting beliefs that I wasn't good enough, that I couldn't be here when actuality, that's not the case. That's not true. I'm meant to be in this space just as much as anyone else. And that although my first video was not the best video, it does not mean that I won't get better with time, with practice. If I ever decided to not do something because of fear, the fear that I might fail or that I might look goofy and stupid, I would feel bad. But I would feel even worse if I never even tried in the first place, which is more than what most people do. 
doing the things that scare you and challenge you is ultimately the only way you're ever going to grow. It's the only way you're going to be able to level up to, you know, Hokage status. Because there really is no downside. If you fail, just look at it like a lesson. Remember not to be too hard on yourself because you've already done what so many people shy away from because they're too afraid, too scared, which is to take that first initial step. Just by doing that, you're already way above average. I mean, that's what it means to be above the mean. It's being above the average ordinary person. The fourth and final principle is justice. The Stoics define justice as duty to our peers, duty to our society. I define it a little bit differently. Essentially, I look at it as like doing the right thing. And you might be wondering, how is that applied to living intentionally? Well, I'll tell you. For me, in order to live intentionally, I want to do things that not only give me joy, but are useful and helpful to other people. That for me is living a well-balanced and intentional life. I love to enjoy life and experience all the things life has to offer. Traveling, hanging out with friends, all these things provide joy to my life, but it still leaves a little something extra to be desired. And that's where meaning and intent come in. My life would be more meaningful and fulfilling if I take all this knowledge I have from my travels and my experiences and help people grow and learn. And in return, I'm doing the same. For example, this podcast, Above the Mean podcast, started out as a way for me to interview unique individuals who were working outside of the normal nine to five by pursuing their passions. But ultimately, as I was doing this, I began to realize that all these individuals have unique mindsets, but share similar characteristics and traits that help them to go after their passion and achieve their dream. So it sparked this epiphany within myself to go on my own self-growth journey, thus leading us into this season two of Above the Mean, where I am kind of diving more into the psychological aspects and really studying what type of mindset it takes and what you need in order to go after your passions and achieve the success that you want to achieve in life. Living with intention means living a better balanced life that's full of meaning and purpose. It means the activities that you are engaging in are worthwhile to you and are focused on betterment. A great example of someone living with intention, someone who not only talks the talk but walks the walk as well, is our guest for next week, Lestrada Alfred, who you may know her better as the founder and host of The Balanced Black Girl, an online community dedicated to helping women of color live their healthiest lives. Trust me, that is a conversation you're not going to want to miss. We'll get more into that next week. Back to what I was saying, intentional living is about knowing what you want from life and making space for that to happen. Through your daily choices, actions, and decisions, you're able to deliberately and purposefully craft a life that's more on your terms, that aligns better with your passions and desires. These intentional decisions can apply to a wide variety of aspects in your life like finance, health, self-care, your career opportunities. The possibilities are endless. They can be big or small, but over time, 
they can breathe new energy and a new vibe frequency into your life that you might currently be feeling a little low on. But one thing is for certain, your time is arguably one of your most limited resources. We can change or influence our life in many different ways, but you can never get the time, you can never get time back essentially once it's been given unless they built some type of time machine that I'm not aware of. So if you're looking to live intentionally and create a life that supports you and helps you to go after your passion, one of the key things you need to consider is how you spend your time. Now, before we start looking at ways to be more intentional with your time, Let me ask you some questions to explore how you manage your own time right now. When you go to bed at night, do you feel content, settled, and happy with what you've done for the day? Are you like looking back and like, yes, today was a good day. I was productive. I read. I worked out. I checked everything off my to-do list. Or if you looked at your schedule for the next week, Does it show a healthy balance between the things you need to do and the things you want to do that are more fun? When was the last time that you had free time to fill doing whatever you wanted to do? Managing your time has as much to do with your mindset as it does with organizing your schedule. Remember, being busy and productive are not the same thing. You can have a million and one things on your to-do list, but if you're not actually working to get them done, then what are you doing? You're just wasting time. But being productive doesn't always mean you have to be doing something. You can take a nap and still have it be seen as being productive because if the nap is serving some type of purpose, like making you feel better or allowing you to get some rest so that you can continue to work on that task later at hand, then it is actually helping you to be productive. Staying organized, staying on track, and having good time management skills really correlates with living intentionally. So a few tips that I've learned along the way that have helped me to be more intentional with my time are one, defining what's important. Living intentionally can be a little complicated. Like we mentioned earlier, you can fall into this hazy type of fog and not really know where you're going or really know what it is that you need to focus on. When you define what's important, when you define that goal, it makes it easier for you to declutter your mind and focus on what takes priority. So when you're scheduling different tasks and events for you to do, define what's important so you know what needs to take priority on your schedule. The second tip refers back to my last episode about setting boundaries. It's getting comfortable with saying no. One of the most common ways our schedule fills up is because we don't know how to or we feel uncomfortable saying no. It's okay to say no if you don't want to do something, if you don't have the energy or capacity to do something, or if you simply just don't want to go. And it doesn't have to be harsh. You could break it to them delicately and say, no, not right now, or I have a work project with a tight deadline, I just can't tonight. Or you could even be brutally honest and just own up to and say, no, I don't feel like going. I get it. Saying no can feel uncomfortable. I mean, I, for one, still have problems saying no because we don't want to appear rude or selfish. But this just goes back to what I said earlier about learning how to set boundaries 
and showing up for yourself, respecting yourself to know what's ultimately going to be the best for you. Another great time management tip is to stop multitasking. Your brain can't handle it like you think you can. The brain needs time to adjust to doing different tasks. Doing too many things at the same time can confuse our mind and makes us feel less effective and efficient. So whenever possible, commit to doing one particular task at hand for a finite amount of time and then move on to the next. When you focus on getting it done without any distractions, you're going to find that you get it done way quicker and the quality will be a hundred times better than if your attention was split doing two different tasks that required two different skill sets and two different thoughts and it just essentially would have been just doing too much too too much remember your end goal is not to live life all work and no play you want to find a nice balance where you're able to do the things that bring you joy as well as provide meaning and purpose to your life as well. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Above the Mean. If you liked it, make sure to go comment and subscribe, like, go tag us in your Instagram stories, DM me. I honestly, truly love to hear from you guys. And if you are not aware, I finally have the YouTube page up. I know I've been saying that for a while, but we have it going. I'm uploading videos weekly. I'm uploading more content such as main takeaways, clips from the podcast, as well as just my own lifestyle vlogs. So if you're simply more of a visual person than an auditory one, you might want to go check that out. Or if this floats your boat, you prefer auditorial, you love listening to this, the warm, sultry sounds of my voice, then then continue on. I try to cater to all my listeners' needs. Remember to tune in next week where my guest will be the lovely Les Alfred, the host of the Balanced Black Girl podcast. Now, I am extremely, extremely excited for you guys to hear this conversation. It, it was honestly so amazing because Les is someone who I have looked up to for a while. She's someone who actually inspired me to start my own podcast. So I know you guys are going to enjoy the interview. I really enjoy the interview. So definitely make sure to tune in next week when that will be released. And as always, remember, don't settle for average. Rise above the mean and stand out.